All right, we are back with another business breakthrough. In this episode, you will really grasp what I'm most passionate about, which is creating value. So Mike is a dear friend of mine. We have uh, known each other for quite some time now, just really seen his progression from really just starting out on his own. He's now got a salesperson. He's now trying to expand his business. This guy has no problem investing money in ads, software, and he just has that growth mindset and he hit a roadblock. The roadblock is the big question a lot of us have. I get this a lot. You know, I'm, I'm offering great services and my customers think my price is too high. And uh, there's nothing I love talking about more than this topic. So if you've ever experienced this, which 100% of you will, uh, if you haven't already, this is the episode you want to dive into. This is the episode you want to take notes on. Uh, if you sell cabinet uh, refinishing services, um, you especially will really like this episode because we really dive deep into how to actually build value in a way that uh, I believe is un, you know, is is un uncomparable. You cannot be compared to the competition, which will uh, give customers the incentive to go with you simply because ultimately you are cornering the market because you're pretty much creating such an experience that uh, cannot be compared. And when an experience cannot be compared, that is when people can justify paying more. Okay. So uh, dive into this one, take notes. If you have any questions on it, reach out to me on Instagram. You guys rock. Thanks for listening. I hope this gives you everything you need to sell uh, many, many jobs here to come in the future. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Business Breakthrough here with a good friend, Mike Burwell. Just doing a just doing a pop up coaching session, man. We're gonna hammer out some stuff. Actually, Mike's came a long way. Um, owns a painting company, cabinet coating company in Kentucky. Um, since we've been friends, he's grown to a point where he's got someone else doing sales for him, and I think that's probably what we're gonna talk about today, right? Yeah. All right. So I'd love for him to be here. Where is he? Doing sales. All right. Well, I guess that's that. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's he, talk about he's doing whatever he wants to do, man. <laughs> no, he better he better not be. So what's go, so what's going on, man? Where 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 are we with this? What do you want to What do you want to chat about today? Uh, basically, man. Uh, I give him uh a foundation as far as like building value, keep building value because uh seven out of ten emails I receive. They tell me how great he was, but my price is way too high. So, and, and a couple of things I've narrowed down on, even though my price of material went up, like as far as my cabinets goes, uh, a lot of the uh, franchise competitors I'm up against, they're about 150 a door and drawer. So I was at one, around 120 because I can wiggle that and still make it work and still make it profitable. But uh -huh. I've been getting a lot of feedback saying 120 wasn't working no more. So uh -huh. I'm down to like between 100, 110, and we're probably around 20%. Okay. So 
Um, reality of the situation is, is that, you know, your, your, your price isn't the problem. If that's true, you know, if that's true, you're way below what franchises, you know, would, would be charging. But first of all, like I would never base my own pricing off of a franchise. I could care less what they're doing. I'm in my own lane. And that's right. the thing you got to think of is like, don't worry about that. Cause majority of your customers aren't getting estimates from this franchise anyway. You know, right. like there, there's no way that this franchise is just hitting every person that wants an estimate. Right. Um, there's a lot to this, but the first thing I want to kind of understand is what, what your salesperson mark. Um, so you give him the estimate, he goes and does the estimate. Is he going and pricing the job out? Yeah. Okay. And then after he prices the job out, what happens? He'll go back and he'll send him a proposal. Then he'll, he'll call him back within 24 hours, which he wasn't doing until I set him down and said, dude, you have to call him back within 24 hours. I said, it's, it's kind of like a, a job application. If you found a job okay. application, so, you don't do so, nothing about it, they're not going to call so you. What are, what are you doing? What am I doing? Yeah. I'm managing him, trying to see where I can help him out at. I got it. Training okay. with him. So, so when I used to work at car dealership, um, the salesperson, me, at the point in time, um, I'm like the pawn. Unfortunately, I have to use that word because that's what I was. I was the pawn. I'd go out. I'd do all the dirty work, man. I'd get the person interested. I'd, I'd you know, get the information they wanted. I'd get the car they wanted. I'd get, and, and we'd sit down one-on-one, -on -one, and we would, we would, I would deliver a price to them, and I would do light negotiation because it's just, I would, that's what I would do. I'd light negotiation, just like seeing where I could get them maybe, and I would try to close them on a payment, you know, and, and then bring that to my manager, right? So chances are, number one, Mark is not doing any negotiation on the site. I know that for a fact. Okay? Well, and that's what I brought to his attention the other day. I said, well, we're going to start doing, instead of you waiting until you get home at night to fill out a proposal, send it right. to him right then you're, and there. You're, you are absolutely in. correct. So, so when you have a, uh, I don't know. Let well, because that's why I explained to him. Let me put it this way. When you when, when you first start a business, like if it were just you, you're going to want to do 90% of your estimates on the spot, okay? Right. And he could do them with drip jobs. I know you guys are using it. I mean, he could do that with his mobile app. He doesn't have to use paper. I mean, what this comes down to is like putting someone on the spot. It, unfortunately, that's right. what it is. Like you're putting somebody who wants the job done, who's excited and emotional about it, who doesn't want to go and get more estimates, who doesn't want to deal with the headache of going, Mark's a nice guy. So like, they're like, they like you guys. Right. And then Mark goes home, that emotional intensity drops. Then however long it takes him to pump out the estimate. I mean, dude, the estimates for you guys are so simple because you're pricing them based off of doors and drawers. What's he going home for? I mean, you just pump it into the, the to drip jobs and, and send it as a text. And, uh, and essentially what's going to happen is the lady will get the text message or you guys can level up and get a printer in the car. Like some pro professionals do get a mobile printer, have them printed out on site. You can print it. Right. Well, once, once, once again, like, like you said, what am I doing? I've diagnosed him a couple weeks ago and that's what I came up with. So that's why I told him, Hey man, let's not wait till late at night to start sending out proposals, let's do it right there on the spot. Then you walk in, you show them, see if they got it, let them open it up. 
that's not where I was going with that, by the way, about what you were doing, because I want to know where you are involved in the sales process. And I'm going to go back to my analogy of when I was selling cars. So I would do light negotiation. I try to get try to get the close. Okay. I didn't just let the customer leave, bro. And that's why they, they say like, you know, car dealerships, man, to keep you there. It's actually very true. I didn't let them leave. Like if they didn't like it, I didn't let them leave. I said, well, wait a minute. Let me, let me talk. Let me let you talk to my manager. And from there, an elevated experience occurred. It's like weird how it works. But when someone gets to talk to the owner or the manager, something changes. I've seen it too many times. I'm like, dude, I just tried to get you on $250 a month just because he came here and offered to wash your car. You're going to do 250 bucks a month. You know, you could have done that with me. You know, so it's like, that's good information. You, you should be the person making a follow up call. Number one, and this is what I do in my business because I have a salesperson and I'm calling everyone. It's just one of my things that I do. Okay. And you're not big enough to the point where you don't have the time or can't do this because you have multiple salespeople and you would have a sales manager doing this, but you are the sales manager right now. And you need to be looking at everything and saying, First, first question you should ask, or this is how you should open it up. You say, Hey, it's Mike, you know, with the uh, MJ painting. Hey, I just want to touch base with you. Did Mark do a good job of answering your questions? Okay. Right. You know, you got to make sure, did I say, Oh, you have to say, yeah, you have to say Mike, the owner of MJ painting. Sorry. <laughs> and then you say, Hey, did, did Mark do a good job of answering your questions and just leave it like that, you know? And they and we say, Oh, well, you know, first of all, number one, you're going to find out what flaws Mark has in the sales process. Okay. Right. That's number one. Number two, you're going to really be able to fill in the gaps. Okay. Because the gaps are, you know, what they won't tell Mark or what they, you know, well, you know, it is a little higher than I thought. And then you can come in and say what, what we, what we've been talking about. Well, may I ask what budget did you have for the project? And then from there, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's the thing. So you, first of all, if you're having Mark do this, you've got to make it a standard to find out what the budget was for the project. Cause he's probably not relaying that to you. And he probably doesn't have negotiation power because you're the owner. Right. So you're telling him, Hey, you need to charge this much. Right. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Okay. So if he comes and charges that much, does he have the ability to go lower than that? Have you given him that authority? In some instance, yeah, I tell him, you know, we our, our estimates are always out to where we have a little bit of wiggle room. And I, I trained him on a, the 40, 40 to 50 percent. I said, if, if, if this company can't make 40 percent of the estimate after we pay everything, it's not negotiable. That's not true. That's not true at all. Forty percent. not. You can make you can make twenty five percent and still make money. It's not about that. It's about understanding supply and demand, looking at your schedule and saying, you know, wait a minute, do we need these jobs? If you really needed work tomorrow, you had no work, you would sell a job for, at twenty percent just to keep oh, your guys busy. No, so, so it fluctuates. If your schedule's booked for the next six months, yeah, shoot shoot every price at fifty to sixty percent and see who bites on it. You right. know, so it's not really about 40% being like the staple. What I think is important, how are you paying them? Is he getting commission or what is he getting? How is he getting paid? Commission? commission. Yeah. What's the percentage? Seven. 7%? Is there and an then, And then when he runs production, because he likes to run, he likes to close out jobs too. If the job goes too thoroughly, 
and he, and he gets the check from homeowner happy, I'll give him 10% for the sales and the production part. So you just give him 10% for the whole thing? Yeah. Okay. Does he get a bonus if he sells it on the spot? No. I would suggest that just simply because it's, it's just a further incentive for him to hang in there. So you don't have to worry about following up. He's saving you that time. So let's talk about it because it's important for you to relay this in a way and maybe have him listen to this episode um, on the podcast, but, but it's important for you to relay this. Number one, you guys got to see each other as a sales team, just like you're part of your production team. You as the owner, you've got to be part of that sales team, bro. You can't just push it off to Mark. You're the owner. And what we're doing is, is we're, we're creating a perception in the customer's mind. The perception is, Hey, Mark came. He, that was a really professional experience. He didn't sell the job, but guess what? The owner's calling me of the business. That's how much they value my business. You see how you see what I'm saying? Like when was yeah. the last time you had a company do that to you? Right. Where exactly. some, you know, imagine you get your granite countertops and, and they send an estimator over of a really good company with great reviews. And you look at the price, you're like, wow, it's too high. But the owner calls you and says, hey, you know, I just had, you know, had you guys on my mind. I wanted to see, you know, first, did the estimator do a good job? And the second thing is, is I just want to know what's stopping you from going with us. I mean, you know, did, did he do a good enough job explaining why we are the price that we are? Okay. So let me ask you this. Are you sending him into the houses with a cabinet door example? He has one, yes. Uh, is he using it the right way? Probably not. No. Okay. You're missing out on a lot of money. Okay. Right then and there. If he's not, if he is not selling with that thing in his hand, missing out. And he's got to be, he's got to, he's got to act like it's the rabbit that comes out of the hat, dude. He can't just walk in there and say, Hey, look at this door. No, you don't do that. This is how you do it. Okay. First of all, the door should have, Oak, you should have a couple of them. Okay. You got to have, you do, you have oak it split. I got you have it split 50, 50. Split, you have it split 50, 50. Okay, cool. Are they, are they clean? Are they in good shape? Are they yeah, pinned I just, up? Or actually, I just freshened them up last month when I was in the booth. You freshened them up. Okay, yeah. perfect. So, so here's how he has to do it. So first thing is, you know, when he goes in there, he's got to, he's got to create the vision, right? He's got to build the excitement of what it's going to be like when they get this thing done. Cause that's going to push him to spend the money. You know, first of all, we got to understand there are such thing in the cabinet refinishing business as people who are just not your customer because they don't, all they see is that they want their cabinets painted white, right? They, they just see white. So, oh, somebody can just come in and paint them white. Oh, no, no, no. We don't just paint them white, miss. You know, <laughs> we make sure that they last or your, your cabinets are going to peel and you're going to hate your life because you're going to have to replace them. Right. So first of all, it's just understanding that you do have to not only separate yourself from the competition, you've got to separate yourself from the application standard, you know, because not everyone's taking them to a shop and spraying them, bro. You know, and that's important for him to be explaining. So here's how I would do it. First thing I'd come in and do is I'd say, Hey, how's it going? Um, you know, let me, let me t tell me about, you know, what your vision is. Let them explain their vision. Some people are just too forward and they tell you their vision. Customers give a, give a crap about your vision. They want to tell you why they reached out. Oh, I had this Pinterest picture and I just love it. <laughs> you know, how many times yeah. you hear that a day? Right. So, quite a few myself. <laughs> quite a few yourself. Oh, I saw it on Pinterest and I love it. You know, so um, shout out Pinterest for keeping the painting contract. Right. <laughs> um, 
So, so first of all, he should be spending his time engaging with whatever that motivation is. So let's say they do sit, show you a picture where you say, oh, are you interested in getting new granite countertops? Okay. What do, you, what do you say when people tell you that? Am I interested in getting new countertops? No. When you go into an estimate and they, they say, oh, I, I want to get new countertops. Let me, what do you say? Uh, that's what you want. <laughs> do you install them? No, I do not. Okay. Do you help facilitate that process? No, I do not. Why not? Because I don't know nothing about it. I know. Okay. So essentially, how often do people get countertops and cabinets at the same time? I do come up uh, probably about 20%. 20%? Yeah. But those people are what? The best customers. Why? Because they're going to, they're going to spend. Right. And they want, they're, they're ready for a kitchen remodel. They've, They've budgeted a remodel so that even if it's that 20%, Mike, you've got to be a solution there. That would be like someone saying, uh, yeah, Mike, you know, um, I'm looking to get my, uh, my roof pressure washed with the paint job. Are you saying, Oh, that's nice. You don't say that you say, Oh, my pressure washing guy. I'll make sure that I, I let him know so he can do your roof for right. you. Right. Come on. Yeah. I know you say that you don't yeah. just leave him hanging on the, on that. Why no, would you leave don't. him? Why would you leave him hanging on the granite? You need to connect with a granite company. You need to facilitate that process. You might even have Mark measure it and sell it and subcontract the, the granite. If you don't want any part of it, that's fine. But guess what? Have a connection for them. Say, hey, we work with uh, Stoneworks Granite and we'll make sure that we facilitate this to where it's pretty, pretty seamless. Value. Oh, wow. I don't. That's a one-stop shop. Okay. Cause those 20% of people, again, those are the people that are going to probably get flooring. They're probably going to get granite. They're going to paint their cabinets and you know what I'm saying? Is that true? Yeah, you're right. Okay. So, um, you know, ultimately where I'm, where I'm getting at is, uh, is that you've got to separate yourself and create a better experience. We talked about it, but when it, when it comes to cabinets, this is different than house painting. This is why I'm always a little weary. I know you're doing well with it. I know you're balancing it well, you know, but if you were just a cabinet coating only company, um, if you were just a cabinet coating company only, bro, you got to have this in your arsenal, man. You got to be like, okay, granite, no problem. So we have a system for that. All you do is if you decide to go with us, we'll make sure that we uh, send someone over to do a, a, a formal estimate for you. We work hand in hand and we'll make sure that, you know, they remove the countertops for you. We come in and paint and then they'll install the new countertops after we're done. You know how easy that would be to, to work out with a with a with a granite company they might even give you a, a a bonus for the referral and then the customers are like great that's awesome i want to go with them because they're just going to make everything seamless that's just one avenue that i'm going so let's right. start that, that so that's a way to build value let me go back to the doors remember i was going to tell you how he should be presenting the doors so yeah. let's say they're talking but but this is this is him walking into an estimate hearing the vision learning what they want hey are you getting new granite countertops and then facilitate. Okay, cool. So we got that out of the way. So let me, let me ask, you know, are you planning on doing white for the, for the cabinets? And they say, yeah. Okay. Do you know the difference between brushing and rolling and spraying cabinets? He should be asking that. Do you know the difference? Biggest mistake you can make in sales and in, in contracting is assuming people know how, how the business works. 
can't do that. They don't know. I didn't know. Somebody told me six years ago that they would come in and paint my cabinets because my wife wanted them white. And I didn't know this business. I just think everyone did it the same. You're just going to make them white, right? Yeah, no, yeah. dude. He's an educator, man. Yeah. This guy's got to be an educator. He has got to be educating. That's what he does. Education. Education, bro. So he goes in there and says, hey, do you know the difference between brushing and rolling cabinets and spraying them? No, we don't. What's the difference? Oh, okay, good. I'm glad, I'm glad you told me that. So here's how this is going to work. Number one, I understand how important your kitchen is to you. So let me be clear on what this process entails. Number one, we're going to bring our team of however many, and we are going to mask off this entire kitchen. Now, this is really important, and I want you guys to get this, because if you don't do this the right way or hire a company that has this high level of standard, then this could be a disaster project. And I don't want that for you. I just want to explain our standard and how we've been able to maintain such a good reputation by doing it this way. Number one, we're going to mask off this entire kitchen. We're going to create a ventilation hole that sends the, the fumes and the, and the paint outside. So you guys are unaffected. This is going to be our workspace for the next three days. Okay. And ultimately what we're going to be doing first is masking off your floor, masking off all of the inserts. The good news is you don't have to take anything out of your cabinets. And then what we're going to do is we're going to make sure that we put paper everywhere and we sand down all the cabinets to ensure that what we put on there actually sticks. Now, you and I both know your cabinet doors right now are probably greasy, right? And they'd say, yeah, okay, paint doesn't like grease. So we've literally got to degrease it. We've got to sand it and prime it to make sure the finish coat that we put on there is of adequate standard. So ultimately... You're not going to have your kitchen for about three days, okay? And we don't just go from job to job, miss. We stop what we're doing, and we stay on your job until it's finished because we know, again, how important your kitchen is. So right then and there, Mike, if I'm saying this to you as a, as a customer, all you're doing is getting educated on why it's worth paying more because guess what? Your idea of what it costs is going to come from a few things. One, it's going to come from a friend or a neighbor. Two, it's going to come from another estimate. Three, it's going to come from your own experience. Friend or neighbor. Okay, friend or neighbor is not a good enough weight for them to say, hey, my neighbor paid this, unless it was you who did it. Okay, so that doesn't count. The second one is someone else who gave you an estimate. If they didn't explain it that way, they don't count because it's different, right? Exactly right. All right. And then the third one is their previous experience. If they had cabinets painted before and the guy took three weeks to do it and he brushed and rolled them, does his price count to compare to yours? Definitely Absolutely not. not. Okay. So let's get that out of the way. All right. So here's here. And now this is where he creates the experience, bro. Okay. So he says, would you like to see what the door will look like when it's done? Hold on one second. Let me run out to my car. You don't walk in there with the door, dude. That's all they're going to look at. And they're not even going to listen to him. Right. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Would you like to see what the door is going to look like when it's done? So then he goes out to the car. He says, hold on one second. Let me run out to the car real quick. Do you mind? 
No, not at all. That'd be great. So they're just excited. Maybe they're getting out their little bit of emotions. She's going to look at his hus- her husband and say, oh, they're good. Yeah, honey, we got to make sure we get a company that does that while he's out running to the car. Okay. So he's giving them an opportunity to converse. Okay. Hey, miss, here's the door. Scratch this with your nail. Creating the experience. Hey, here's the door. Hey, sir, feel that. Scratch it with your nail. Okay. That's what we want. That is a, what's that? I used to scratch it myself. I'm going to look, check out this. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Scratch it with your nail. He needs to be doing this. Okay. Scratch it with your nail here. Feel it. Look at the difference. This is a degrease. This is primer sand, finish coat, sand, finish coat. Okay. We do this on both sides. We bring your doors to our shop and spray them. Right. (laughs) And guess what we'll do. We'll clean up your kitchen. So at least you'll have a functional kitchen after the frames have been done and we'll bring your doors back and we'll reinstall them. And that to me is the best process you're going to get. So just give me a few minutes. I'm going to count up the doors and I'll provide you with the quote. Okay. How does all that sound? Did you have any questions? And then from there, now he has all of the leverage, bro, because he is essentially went in there and get, gave them the experience before they actually received it. That's like the the power of putting someone in a brand new car, letting them drive it around the block. Okay. When it comes to car sales with our business, there's no car for them to get in. So you better create one. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Right. So let's, let's wrap it up. Okay. He leaves the door with him while he's doing this, by the way. Yeah, why is that writing on proposal? So what she's doing is, you know what she's going to do with the door? Scratch the hell out of it. She's going to scratch it. She's going to hold it up. She's going to go to her oak door. She's going to hold it up. She's going to hold up a half door, bro. (laughs) She's going to hold it up, dude. Okay? He's going to come back in, dude. And if he leaves at this point in time, how stupid would that be? Right. One out of ten. How stupid? Ten. Ten. He says, all right, well, we'll send you an email later today. What? Okay. And then now the thinking starts. I wonder how much it's going to be. I wonder how much it's going to be. Can we afford this? Can we afford this? Oh, I don't know. And and, and all that emotional intensity that was just built, Mike, gone. He needs to be selling on the spot. All right, miss, I'm back. Hey, give me my door back. I need that. (laughs) And then from there. Can we sit down for a second? They sit down and and he better be sitting down. Never give a price standing up on interior work ever. It's like the the dumbest thing you can do. Hey, can we sit down at this table here just for a few seconds and I can explain everything? All right. So great. So if you just pull out your phone or if you gave him an iPad, you should give him an iPad, by the way. Does he have an iPad? Uh, He got a, uh, a laptop. Give him an iPad. Just go get like you can get a used one. 300 bucks at a pawn shop. 200 bucks at a pawn shop if you want. Just something so he can display the quote um, from Drip Jobs on there. So builds the quote on Drip Jobs. Gives uses it on the iPad. Displays it like this. And he's breaking down everything that he said already before he even shows the price. He's zooming in on the description of the service. 
So he's like, all right, let me just reiterate everything that's included in our service. And then he starts with, okay, here's the prep. We're going to do this, 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 and this. Here's how we're going to paint the doors. This, 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 and this. And we're going to do this, 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 and this. And then he stops and he's like, hey, did you, did you have a certain style of hinges, not hinges, handles that you wanted? And they say, actually, yeah, we did. Oh, okay. Which ones were those? And then she'll pull out her phone and say, oh, it was these. We want the ones with the little sparkles on there, the golden flakes, right? And he says, okay, great. Good to know. And then he proceeds with the quote. And he delivers the quote and the number and he's quiet. Okay. This is just how you do it, man. And, and, and you might be thinking, man, this is a lot. I'm just going slow, but no, actually, it ain't. you know, and he's quiet. And process, two things man. are going to happen. Okay. Two things are going to happen. Either they go, yes, or they say, we got to think about it. And he says, well, what's there to think about? And they say, well, it's a little more than what we wanted to spend. And he goes, well, let me ask you this. We know that replacing the cabinets would be probably about three to four times the cost of painting them. Is that correct? And they'd say, yeah, we, we got some quotes and replacing these cabinets would be pretty expensive. He said, and then you say, okay, do you think that it's worth paying a company to do the process that I explained to you? And they'd say, yes. So it's okay. Well, we want customers that value that. And what I'm willing to do, if you allow me to earn your business today, is I will throw in those beautiful hinges, excuse me, handles that you want free of charge. So that's one less thing you got to worry about if you allow me to earn your business today. How does that sound? And then from there, that's a value proposition. Yeah, value selling. I was teaching him that a couple weeks ago. But you got to know what the value props are in cabinet refinishing. It's handles, um, soft close hinges, um, even a color consultation. Some people don't just want white. So I'll throw in a free color consultation. You got to know your value propositions. Kind of like when I worked in the car dealership, it was free tinting. <laughs> you know, we use that all the time. You know, all right, we'll tint your windows. If you, if you buy this $50,000 car, I'll tint them for free. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to know these value propositions. And, um, and, that's, and that's how you're going to do it, man. And if the sales process is not even close to that, there's your issue. There's your issue. But for now, you know, it's going to take him a while and he better listen to this. Mark. Mark, it's Tanner. I hope you're listening, man. <laughs> so I'll go um, ahead. I let I, I took down a bunch of notes, and I also let him watch this, and uh, we'll uh, do some training, man, and see if we can't get the sales right up. But I bit. want you involved now. Like, let's talk about all that yeah. stuff is in the future. So here's where I'm getting at. Go to your proposal sent pipeline in Drip Jobs. Go to the people that he's given an estimate to. Call them today. Say, hey, my name is Mike. I'm the owner. You know, did Mark do a good job? Okay. And then from there, pick up where he left off. Right. Pick up where he left off, bro. You're going to, you can get it. You can get a sale if you word it right. Say, hey, listen, you know, did he explain our process well enough to you? Did he give you a sample door to test, to look at? Hey, how about I bring one over to you so you can see? If he didn't give a sample door and you really want that work, if it's a job that you think would be worth it to you, drive over there with a sample and try to pick up where he left off. You know, if it's a, if it's a six, seven thousand, ten thousand dollar job, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. You know, so, um, Patient. was that helpful, bro? Yeah, it helped me a lot, man. It really did. It also has me some now. I mean, I had a foundation from the other, you know, the way I trained myself in the last two years that's been working. 
but you know me, I'm just always looking out to better myself and my company, man. Always. You've always been like that, dude. I love that. And you're growing. I mean, you guys are amazing. Um, all right, man. Well, we'll catch up on the next one, dude. Always a pleasure chatting with you. Um, and for those of you guys listening, um, you know, Mike is an example of just like somebody that has just a yearning for learning and, uh, man, man's killing it up there. So I expect nothing but success after you implement some of these things, man. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. All right, bro. No problem. All right. Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at Contractor Coach. And I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email, find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.